Hi, I'm Batsheva Frankel from Overthrowing Education, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 128 of Podcast PD, we'll uncover the power of connection in teaching and learning from the teacher-student relationship to building strong connections with parents, colleagues, and the school community. We'll discuss how nurturing these relationships can transform the educational experience. Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. Welcome back to Podcast PD. This is episode 128 of the podcast. My name is Chris Nessie, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter. And I want to thank you for making Podcast PD a part of your anytime, anywhere professional development. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I am flying solo today. It is Memorial Day weekend. It is the uh, last Sunday in May, and AJ had other obligations to get to, so AJ is not here in this episode. So it is just me. It's a solo Chris episode, which... I'll be honest, I don't know if in the history of Podcast PD I've ever had to do the entire episode by myself. I used to, I'm sure I've done an episode or two with Stacy without AJ. And then, you know, since Stacy left the show, obviously it's just been AJ and I. And here I am with the cheese stands or podcasts alone. But uh, this is a very exciting time of year. It's the end of the year. Uh, for some listeners, it might already be the end of the school year, the last week of school. You know, if you start in August, you should be getting out of school around now. I am not done with school until June 16th, and uh, the hustle and bustle of the end of the year is here. Uh, wherever you are listening from, I hope you are enjoying your spring and getting to the end of the school year. And also, you know, if you're into summer vacation, hope you're enjoying the start of that and hopefully you'll continue to make the podcast a part of your uh, summer professional development. You know, we've got a back catalog. Uh, the last episode, episode 127, that AJ and I did, we spoke with Gary Arndt, the host of Everything Everywhere Daily, which is one of my favorite podcasts that I do listen to on a daily basis since I discovered it. So if you want to learn more about Gary, his story, his journey, make sure you go back and check out episode 127. And that's at podcastpd.com slash 127. In this episode, I want to talk about the power of relationships, as the title says, okay? Because relationships are important in education. And there are so many different relationships that we have as educators, okay? We've got the relationship between teachers and students We've got the relationship between teachers and parents. We've got our relationship teacher to teacher, uh, the relationship that teachers have with their schools, 
uh, the relationships that teachers have with their school communities, teachers to admin. Okay. So there are so many different aspects of the, this one simple word relationships. Okay. And relationships are important in education. Education is almost built on relationships and a part of relationships is trust. And without trust, it is very difficult to develop relationships. That's not only in education. We know that in life, that any solid, meaningful relationship that you have with another person, trust has to be a part of it. And here at the end of the school year, as I record this in May of 2023, we're all in a position where we have built up a lot of trust equity with our students, student families, all the different stakeholders in education. We've built up that trust over the course of the school year. Now, you might discover this episode and be listening to this right now before the start of a school year. You might be in the middle of a school year. You might be new to the education profession, and you're thinking about how on earth am I supposed to develop good, positive relationships or meaningful relationships with so many different kinds of people that I'm going to encounter in my career, okay? Why don't we start with what might be the very most important relationship, and that is the relationship that you as an educator develop with your students, okay? It is so critical at any level. I don't care if you're teaching pre-K or you are teaching, you know, doctorate level, graduate thesis level courses. You are going to develop relationships with your students, okay? And it all starts with a positive rapport and, again, that foundation of trust. Students need to know that they can trust us. Students need to feel safe with their teachers, okay? That, if you can't start there, then, honestly, I don't know what you're doing in this profession. If you don't have the ability to uh, let people feel connected to you. Obviously, I'm talking in a professional way where they can trust you, feel like they get to know you, they can feel safe with you, then, you know, stop listening, go find a new profession, okay? Um, it starts with trust. It starts with, I think, being welcoming. Gone are the days, and I don't know if it was ever true, where you have to not smile until Christmas and you can't let your students get to know you as a person, all right? Because this is a field. Education as an institution is built around people. I've talked about it here on Podcast PD before. I've also talked about it on House of Ed Tech for many years about the human element in education and the idea that I'm people, your people, your students are people. We are all human beings, okay? And without that solid trust and the ability to build relationships, you can't be successful in education. And speaking of trust and relationships, just when you think that, you know, things happen and you, you can't lean on people, you can lean on people. Welcome to the episode, the podcast Paisano. AJ, what is going on? He's looking for the mute button. He's fumbling for the mute button. What's up, my buddy? Nope, can't hear you. <laughs> All right, well, AJ figures out his... Uh, I'm here. He's here. My goodness. What is up, my friend? 
We had a baseball game tonight. Did and we you went win for ice cream? Because the last game of the season. No. It's May twenty eighth. What do you mean the last game of the season? The spring season is done. Only to have the summer season start in a couple of days. Nice. Is that the uh, yeah. the team shirt there? It looks pretty slick. What is that? Um, this is a uh, not a team shirt. This is just a shirt from the town. So here we are. Here I am. Hello, okay, everyone. cool. Sorry, I'm 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 late to the <laughs> evening. I was trying to get the kids dinner and bathed, and um, only some of that is done. So here I am taking a little break from the the uh, the daddy duties that I have to take care of, only to uh, podcast with you, Christopher Nessie. Well, our last I one. I really appreciate that. How are we doing here? What do you mean? What? Last Are we taking over the summer and the school year? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. I feel like very much out of the loop. <laughs> Just, it's been busy. I didn't know it's only it was two Sunday of us. at one point. I didn't know it was Sunday at one point. I was like, oh. You, you're today. off tomorrow, right? I'm off tomorrow. I'm off on Tuesday as well. I was off on Friday. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Just living life, man. Uh, Just living life. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll I was in the it. middle of a... Yeah, we'll, we'll I'm sorry. You were doing a uh, soliloquy over here. Uh, yeah, I was monologuing on uh, the teacher-student relationship and, and trust. Go uh, on. But I'm glad you're here. Here I am. <laughs> Go, Go on. Please. Well, now I can stop and I can say, uh, so I, I led into this conversation, AJ, talking about the idea that there are so many different kinds of relationships that exist in education. Teacher-student, teacher-teacher, teacher-admin, teacher-parent, uh, teacher-school community. So there's all these different dynamics that exist in this world of education. So I had just decided to start with what I felt was the most important, and that is the teacher-student relationship. Um, is, is, do you agree that that is the most important relationship that exists in terms of the human beings that interact in education, or does another dynamic stand out to you? No, to me, that, that's, that's first and foremost, because if a teacher-student don't have the correct I will say the correct relationship. If if the things are not working, then then there's no learning involved, and I, and I think that's why it's imperative. And this is something we talk about at the beginning of the year every year, right? It's imperative to teach the student before you teach the content, because you got to understand who your kids are, you know, and you got to have that that ear, you know, when the students are not feeling it, and you have to sometimes just sometimes just not a day for teaching. Some days it's just let me hang out and see what see what's happening and, and make sure everything is good and make sure, you know, we're feeling good about our class and the people around us and not just the topics. Now, obviously, you know, our listeners know that you're in the admin role now. What did it look like when you were, you know, that middle school social studies teacher and, you know, you were interacting with those, you know, seventh and eighth grade students? Uh, what was it like for you building relationships and what kind of value did you place on it? What was it like for me yeah. building relationships with my students? Yeah. Like, like how did you, how, how did you do it? And, and some, some, obviously some, we can get into how that's different as an admin now. No, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think I, I kind of keep it the same now than I did when I was in the classroom because the only difference was it was my classroom um, as opposed to like the school. Um, I, I just, I enjoyed letting the kids get to know me, you know, and this is, this is who Mr. Bianco was. This is what I stand for. This is what I, I believe in. Um, I, I, think the best way to make the students feel comfortable was to make sure that they felt part of the classroom and now the school, right? Um, I don't, I, I don't think it's a problem to, to um, stop teaching sometimes and, and just be you. I don't think that's an issue. I don't think it's a bad thing to spend a week at the beginning of the year just doing team building 
that's one of the things I did all the time. Just while the kids knew each other from for years, you know, I didn't really know them. So that team building was was a major part of it. Um, finding all the different icebreaker activities and all that stuff. You know, the stuff that we don't like to do as adults now was the stuff I did with kids because we can make it fun. We can make it exciting. You know, humor in my classroom was a big part of it. You know, um, having my classroom and now my office decorated in ways that show my beliefs and my interests. You know, my kids come in, they look around. I'm like, what's the matter? Like, why does your office look like this? I look like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why are there Funko Pops? Why is there Yankee stuff on there? Why is, what's that banner on the wall mean? Like, what's that poster of? Who's that guy? You know? So like, you know, I, I, it takes a moment to kind of just like break it down and um, let the kids kind of see you for who you are because it's a team, you know? And, and as much as you have to have the, re- the respect and the trust, you also have to have that yeah, bond. That, that's important for the kids to see you for who you are. Uh, I do a lot of those same things, right? You know, some of the things that I hang up in my classroom, and I'm in a little bit of a different scenario where in my school, you know, I don't have one dedicated classroom that I am in all day. It's my room. So I'm in two classrooms. A lot of the, te- all the teachers in my school move around. So, you know, there's that, uh, that other relationship mm-hmm. dynamic, you know, teacher to teacher to decorate a classroom. And, you know, the, you know, the one classroom I share with a Spanish teacher. So, I told, I told that woman, you know, she's new to the school. I said, look, I'm only in here one class a day. You're in here multiple classes. This is a Spanish classroom. So don't, I'll, you decorate, you put up what you want to put up. So there's all this Spanish language learning stuff up and all around the classroom. And I'm in there once a day and, you know, it, it, then it's a world history classroom. Um, the other classroom I'm in talking about, you know, decoration and personality. Uh, I'm with another history teacher, but that guy teaches, doesn't teach the same stuff I teach. So he's got all different stuff hung up. So it's like half the room is US history. The other half is, you know, world history, right? So we got all kinds of stuff going on in that room. Uh, But then there are things that each of us show off our personalities, you know, between our desks and our little area of the room. Um, But but that's important. And the big thing you hit on is that kids got to get to know us. And I think you and I are from a similar mold where, you know, we're comfortable letting kids get to know us. Like, they know I have a wife. They know I have two kids. Uh, they know what I like to do when I'm not in school. And, you know, obviously, you know, bringing, you know, podcasting in, you know, I'm, I talk about that kind of stuff. I talk Yankees. I can talk about, you know, some of the TV shows that we watch that we have in common or, you know, games we play. So it's it's important. And, and even if, you know, I have no interest in what some of these kids are into, I will lie to them. I'm not going to lie to the audience. I, I will show interest, even if it's faked, just to, you know, make a kid feel comfortable. I think we all do that from time to time and we'll listen to them and, you know, kind of, I've been turned on to different music because of what some of the kids share, you know. <laughs> um, I got you now. You cut out for me for a little bit there. Just say your mouth. AJ, can you hear me? Uh, oh, I missed that. Okay. I'm, all right. Well, I, I was talking that. about. I was about to say something. Uh, but, uh, lying to children. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I, I. I don't lie to them. Go ahead, I tell go them ahead. straight up, not interested. Like, like it's like, you know, I saw on TikTok. I'm like, oh, get off of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Well, for, for me, I got to get to the I point where I'll tell them do. I'm not interested. And I'm like, no, don't, I don't care about TikTok. Oh, I that's the, I talk about TikTok, TikTok with my like, kids. I don't want to hear about the latest thing you saw. Like, don't, don't even, you know. Um, but no, I, I, 
depending on what it is, if it's something like that's genuine, and I can see an interest there. You know, I'll, I'll ask them to like tell me about it. But like, there's some things I'm just like, nope, don't even want to hear it because I don't want to know. I don't want to know about this, that, the other thing. Like, just you. Do you find that you do that more no, because you're in an admin role, like, or did you also do no, that Fortnite same kind of thing out, to some like, degree? Oh, you want to see Fortnite? Play. I was like, no. I have no interest in learning about Fortnite or seeing Fortnite or watching you watch someone play Fortnite. So you can go do that on your own time. <laughs> uh, you know, it, but it like, it, it's that different. <laughs> it, That's funny. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, uh, it's that other piece. It's like, oh, well, Mr. Bianca doesn't really like this, but you got to check this out though. Cause then they still push. And that's where you know you're winning, right? That's you know things are like in your corner because they don't care how much you don't care because they're going to show you yeah. anyway. And that's where you know the relationship is successful. One of the other things that I know that the relationships are successful is, and this this might be more of a you know post COVID thing. A lot of uh, fist bumps. You know, I get I get a lot of kids who you know I've seen in the last couple of years that you know when learning was different and now it's more normal. Like I'm seeing these kids in the hallway, and so many kids, for lack of better words, they interrupt my class all the time. Former students coming in to say, hey, you know what's going on, and um. You know, kids will hang out in the hallway before class. And, you know, I have so many, more so than ever, I'll be honest. This year, I have more students who I do not teach that have taken a liking to me. And, you know, they come up and talk to me. They tell me all about their day, what's going on. They're spilling the tea on this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a sounding board and just kind of just somebody who will listen and, you know, be supportive. And that's super, I don't even have some of these meaningful. kids. Like, I think that's like the best thing. Like when you have that reputation where like you can be trusted, you know, in a variety of ways. And, and you know what the weird thing is it, for some of the students this year, mm. I didn't think I had a positive relationship with them when they were my students last year. And then this year, all of a sudden it was, I mean, maybe it's cause I'm not their teacher anymore. They can, you know, mm -hmm. more appreciate my mm -hmm. sense of humor or my personality that I'm not, you know, being a pain in their neck about their work and their assignments, uh, uh, but they, I, you know, felt something to appreciate me as a person. I don't know. What do you think? Measure, man. Like, honestly, like it, uh, it's, they're, they're kids, right? They're kids. And we're never going to know what they're thinking inside their little adolescent brains. Yeah. Right. So there's definitely times where like, you've definitely clicked with them, but you may not think so. But one thing you said to them, they hold on to, and that's a relationship right there. And they're never going to tell you like, oh, you're my favorite they'll joke around and say it at different points because, you know, they're trying to like prove a point. But I, I think for the most part, when, when, when that is the situation, you start feeling, you know, you, yeah. you understand like who they are, right? You, 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 you know, you've been doing this for a number of years now. Yeah. I actually, I have, uh, I have one student, uh, they, uh, a couple of months ago, they asked me if they brought in food that needed yeah. to be heated up, would I heat it up for them? Like in a teacher's microwave. Cause they're like, I, I don't like the school food and, you know, I would just like, could I bring stuff in? I'm like, sure, bring in food. If anybody gives you a problem, tell them you're bringing it to me and, you know, I got you, right? So they've brought in soup, ramen, hot cup, you know, That's hot awesome. pockets. <laughs> they come and see me right away in the morning and I got to throw it in the freezer. <laughs> right. And, no, uh, I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Then I have to keep them safe by making sure I don't heat the hot pocket up too hot. I don't need anybody getting a ninth degree burn because we, hold yes. on, if you don't yeah. know. If it's it been has a long been a number of years, but I still remember that fondly. Every bite is a different temperature. Just when you think you had a cold spot, the rest of it is scorching, which just makes no sense to me. Yeah. And, you know, there's those little moments where you realize you've clicked and you've made those connections with kids. 
And it's like a light bulb goes on. You either see it in them or even you realize it in yourself that you've got them. Like, like it, it's clicked. You're, you're now connected. Um, I had this one young lady all year. She, she, she's come into my classroom in the Spanish classroom and, you know, hmm. would do her work. Never really spoke to me always with a hood on, always with a mask. And then one day I realized I, I, I was, I went to McDonald's after school and learned that a former student who was working the drive through who I would see a couple of times was like, oh, you have my sister in class. I'm like, oh, mm. who's your sister? And he was like, oh, so-and-so. I'm like, really? So I came in the next day. I didn't make too, I didn't make a big deal out of it in front of everybody. I'm like, hey, I didn't know that so-and-so is your brother. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then like we clicked. Cause I'm like, just so you know, like, I really liked your brother and he was mm -hmm. good people. And now I, I, I know for sure you're good people. I had his back. I got your back, right? I got you anything you need. I got you. Right. And then slowly, but surely more conversations. And now I don't know if it's just me, but not wearing the hood, no mask, um, more talking and asking questions. Uh, one, one little, so one little thing where clicked. you can share, share the, uh, something common. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, there was another kid, you know, was a, a challenging student mm. all year. And then mm -hmm. he went out for baseball. And I was involved just a couple of days a week volunteering to help out with the baseball team because I knew the assistant coach who was in the building. They had a new varsity coach. So I was like, let me stay out of trouble. Let me help out after school. And this kid shows up to tryouts. He's like, Mr. Nessie, you're coaching? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then we played. We, we like It was like field of dreams. Like we played catch after mm -hmm. school. And then like, I would see him in class and then slowly that relationship turned, Right. you know, right. so coaching mm -hmm. is powerful. Being an advisor is powerful. You know, what I do with the podcasting, right. certainly this, building this relationships like, with students everybody who's listening knows, kids out. but sometimes we just forget because we get so caught up in everything else that goes on around us. You know, we forget as these small things, these small moments for our students that they just need to know they have somebody, you know, in their corner. A lot of this, and again, because we're talking about people, a lot of what you and I have talked about and what I talked about before you were able to hop in, you know, a lot of these things apply to the other relationships that exist in education, right? Um, why don't we shift gears and talk about teacher to like colleague to colleague mm -hmm. relationships and the importance of relationships with other adults? Um, I will say that they are not. Obviously, they're not the most important piece, but certainly having mm -hmm. a good working relationship with your colleagues is important because, you know, I, I think you see this now as an admin, you know, if we're all pulling in the same direction, hopefully the ship will sail smoothly, right? So hopefully, you know, positive relationships with other adults is important. I don't think it's the most important because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I learned long ago, I'm not at work to make friends, right? I'm at work to do my job. Uh, friends right. are a a pleasant byproduct. No, I, I, I of think that's very true. I think it's good to have profession. people around you because, you like, no matter where you are, that? you want to be in a place where you feel you know you have somebody that you can connect with, right? Um, it's 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 not the only thing, but it's it's a good thing, you know, because you you don't want to be a place in a place where you just kind of go in, do your job, you go home, and you just kind of repeat that. And you have to have a sounding board. You have to have a support system at work. It's it's important, you know. Um, who who was our guest who helped uh, really was helped that, me to see that it's not about being at work yeah. and bitching and moaning? Who who yeah. who was it? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, Jake. Still, I, I really took that to heart when we had after that episode to 
not mm-hmm. make the faculty room and my prep time huh. with the other guys who teach world history to be just, you know, bitching and moan fest, right? You know, we try to do productive things. We spent a lot of time this year after that conversation doing more okay. prep, doing more planning, you know, playing with ed tech stuff, playing with chat GPT, you know, just like doing social study stuff and we've spent less time. And, and, and even when I start to see the conversation go in that direction, even you right, know, what late are you, what are you gonna do? here yeah. at the end of the year, I'm just like, well, why are we wasting our time talking about complaining? Mm-hmm. Like, like we're not going to change the system. We, we've complained for long enough. All right. Now, what can we do that's positive? And, and like, I, I try to kind of lead in that direction. But, you know, th- these are guys who, you know, I want to invite them over, you know, barbecue, summer, you know, we do stuff after school. We'll go out to no, eat. It's, def- it's definitely important. Uh, so it's definitely it, it important. is important you, to again, have. You have to those have those moments, you know, where you have somebody you can fall back to re- and somebody you can rely on that you trust, that you can speak your mind you know, collaborate when you need to, but also have that moment of like, I just need to get angry and you're going to listen to me. Not all the time. All right. Right. You and I have done that for each other and we don't even work in the same building. (laughs) So I think that's also important too, is, you know, if you're any type of connected educator, you know, obviously you're going to have friends and build relationships with people who you may not actually work with, but you know, like you and I, you know, connected through podcasting and ed camps and the fact that we both teach social studies and have a love of education All technology and presenting stuff. and you know we're italian yeah. and yankee fans so yeah. i mean the i mean the blood look, runs thick all the good stuff <laughs> i think there's i don't know this is the time to get into it but i think there's that misconception that like when you go to work like do you try to figure out how to say this the right way right when you go to work is work a place that you need to feel supported or is work a place where you need the people around you and their and your boss to make you feel happy right? Especially in a school right now. Like what's, what's the job? Your job is to teach and to, to be there for the students. If the students are not behaving or if the students are not listening or they're not doing what you want to do, is it then your friend's fault as a colleagues to help you? Or is it your friend's fault or, or, or your boss's fault that you're not happy with what's going on? Like who is it? Who, whose responsibility is it to be happy at work? It's your own responsibility, right? You can't rely on the other people around you. I, I, I think you, to some yep. degree... I think to some degree you have to make your own sunshine, right? But I think there is some responsibility on leaders to facilitate the possibility of sunshine to some degree. I'm not saying, I mean, I've heard what I would classify as horror stories where principals will tell whole staffs that it's not their job to at all to make the staff happy, right? But I think as a leader and what I understand about leadership and what I hold in my heart about leadership is it is partly your responsibility to make sunshine for the people mm-hmm. that you lead and that you're taking care of. Right. I, I Simon Sinek echoes loudly in my head when it comes to leadership and taking care of others. Right. Um, well, what do you think? Yep. I mean, you, you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're a couple years into your role as an administrator, right? Um, I like to think I know you as a human being, and, you know, you're, you don't do. walk into your school I and do, right? have Every a double-sided day. lightsaber wielding the dark side. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> oh, you do. You know, oh, that, was, that was a little freaky. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I am Mr. You. Bianco. <sighs> and that's uh, definitely a different voice. <laughs> oh, wait, I should have um, done it this way. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this because I feel like it's more of my job to create an environment where people feel supported. And I cannot continue to bring happiness to every person just because 
they're not feeling happy. It's hard. Well, okay. What about, okay. So as an admin, are you aware of the things that are like frustrating much in the know? your staff? I feel that way. I might be wrong, but I feel that way. Okay. So, so, so I come from a place where I feel like at times admin sweeps things under mm-hmm. the rug or like there are things that frustrate me that I'm it, like the fix seems simple, right? But again, mm-hmm. as one who at one point aspired to be out of the classroom, you know, mm-hmm. there are things that are not in my purview. There is obviously information I'm not always privy to as a classroom teacher. So I at times will get frustrated, but then I will walk myself back and be like, okay. all right, there's probably some angle I'm not thinking of. So yeah, I mean, why waste my time being like frustrated? Work in general? Like some things are just out of your control. Some things you don't need to know about. I'm just saying, isn't that, isn't that like just work? Like that's what happens. Well, okay. Yeah. Like, of course, everybody wants to know like yeah. the details of something or like, you know, everybody wants the news. Everybody wants the gossip. But sometimes it's just, it's not up to you to know some things. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying some people are like, why didn't you tell like, me? I don't need the gossip, but, but it's just like. to know. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that student was not in my classroom? Because <laughs> you didn't need to know why. You didn't need to know where they were. All you need to know, all you need to know, was that they weren't there, and we told you that part. You can't, you've had to have those conversations before. Why didn't you tell me? So why was so and so suspended? Oh, for sure. Right. You can find I mean, out. I'm sure you will find I, out because I mean, guess I, what? I, the kids I, are going to well, know. I can always find that out, but <laughs> no. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels like there's little things, and, and this is not an admin thing. You know that like. You know, there are so many other, you know, moving parts in a school where it's just like certain things seem like they would just be a courtesy and little things would make life easy, you know, from something as little as can, can you write a kid a pass, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. You know, or, you know, mm. if, if you held a that's, student, that's, send me yeah. an email, right? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, now, something you can speak to, I think. Because I, I I've never been in this position, um, admin to admin relationships, obviously as professionals. Um, what what is that like in in your experience? And you know, obviously being one who is more connected to central office and supervisors and superintendents. You know, how how is that different, or is it similar? To I, think it's, I think it's weirder. You experienced as a teacher, and what I now, know of as a teacher to teacher. I don't feel like I actually talk to the administrators outside of my building. Like we don't, right. Me and the building principal, we kind of do our thing. Right, it, it, in, right now it's just you and, and the building principal. Sometimes we see other administrators and a lot of times we don't, you know, it's our building. So like a lot of them for, for us, our, our, um, supervisors are stationed at the high school. So they come over when they need to do an observation of a middle school or they come over when, you know, we ask them to have a meeting with us. But, you know, for the most part, like the relationship is there cause it's a, it's a collegial relationship. But we're not going out of our way for anything else besides that. It's just it doesn't fit what we're right. what we're doing. It it just doesn't, you know. Because we're doing the day to day thing in the building, we're busy and supervisor busy doing their thing. So that, that relationship is very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Yes. Is as as yeah, a VP, my, is my your supervisor immediate supervisor your principal or is there somebody okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, is there anybody else that you report to and in, in the, the hierarchy that is actually more the, district, the assistant soup than the soup? You, yeah, yeah, but but the principal is, is number one. Like for curriculum, supervisor actually underneath me. Okay, right. 
in the hierarchy of nonsense. Oh, like in in the in the tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I think that covers professional. Any other thoughts um, on professional relationships? Wow, look at me go. By the way, Mel A is watching, and she said you sound Maybe. super professional. Maybe I should stop that then. You, you all know me. I don't want to be professional. Could be the audio quality. Um, could be the content. Is there anything else to share about relationships? I don't know. I, I, I finding somebody that you can rely on is super important. You know, and and be the person who everybody hates. <laughs> like honestly, like I remember people. Yeah, yeah. So like, I would go out of my way and just say good morning. I'm to trying people to put this school. one together. Go ahead. They didn't give a crap. Like, why, why is this guy every morning saying good morning? Because I wanted to. Like, just, just go say, just say good morning. Like, say it back to me. Like, just say good morning back. So go, go be the people, the person everybody hates. No, in any way. People, yeah. In that's that way. Success. Yep. Make them Oh, just hate make people you. not like you. That's, that's the key to success. Make them there hate you. you. There's a, there's my, uh, huh. how I became successful. People hate me. <laughs> that's funny. People hate. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of people we hating, let's talk about the relationship we have as professionals with parents. I mentioned people hate me. Well, he- here's my spin on it. Here's my spin on it. I see the the dynamic between teacher or I'll say educator mm. and parent is one of, and this is just my opinion, customer service. Mm. And I fall back to my many years working retail, whether it was Best Buy, Office Max, yeah. any other number of places where it was a customer service oriented job, I found or I find that the ability to True. provide True. good customer service helps for sure. You know, when I do parent teacher conferences, I have a great way of right. being able to not only have a conversation that's positive about a student and parents leave happy, but also having those what I would think would be difficult conversations about a student who is struggling or might have yep. discipline issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to have a difficult conversation with a parent about their child who they love and it's their kid to still have mm-hmm. them walk away feeling positive, right? And and oftentimes I have students who will be there for those conferences where you right. know right. parent and child are crying, hugging, embracing each other, child is apologizing to the parent, you know, for for their yeah. behavior, whatever the case may be, and everybody leaves happy. And, and right. fe- I'm never one in those situations to be like, you know, to trash a kid, like every kid has hope. There's good posit- possibilities for every kid. There's no such thing as a bad boy or girl, whatever, you know. Take so, a call. Yeah. AJ, okay. real quick. Do we want to take a sure. call? Hey. Yeah. Mel A from somewhere in the world. I know she's moving around, uh, <laughs> but we're talking relationships tonight and let's see what Mel A has to say. What's up, Mel? Okay, sorry, my face wasn't on. Hold on. It's been a while. Okay. Hello, how Hello. are you? Oh wow, look at me go. You guys, I had to say, AJ is like on another level of professional with that. Yep. No, that's well, okay. Well, Chris always sounds like that, like, but then you know, I don't know, but then now it's like, okay, you're beating Chris yeah, now. Trash. Wow. For my four hundred dollar microphone in the trash. Jeez. No. What's I on your mind, Mel? Talk about relationships. Okay. What do you got? Relationships. It's really hard, aren't they? I think they're very difficult, and they're, but they're very important to build them, right? And it's not just with your students, it's like with your community. Like you're talking about parents, talking about maybe the leadership team, and you guys are sort of, you know, there. I'm like a 
nobody. Well, not nobody, but you know what I mean. You know? Um, no, and it's hard. And I think it's hard to maintain that, like that, mm, that distance, you know? You have to have that very, you cannot, but there's a line, you know, that line that's like invisible, but it's not really. I don't know, it's a bit weird. I'll be like, what are you talking about? But yes. Yeah, there's definitely um, that line yeah. that you should never cross, <laughs> for sure. And there's too many headlines about that. Um, for me, I think it's quite a challenge with parents where I am because of the language barrier. Because I am in Colombia, so it is Spanish. And so a lot of the communication I have with them is like through emails and then using something like Google Translate or something remote where they can um, hear my message in English but read it in Spanish, for example. Um and I was being quite good at that at the start of the year. Like every couple of weeks, I'd send them like an update every Friday about what's going on in the class. And if they want to, you know, if they have any questions, they can ask me. Uh, but I mean, I have not maintained that as well as I should have. I sort of tried to do that at the start of the year. And then, I don't know, last couple it. of months, you know, things get crazy. And then, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Mel, I'm in a similar situation. I, I teach in a primarily, I teach a lot of Hispanic mm-hmm. students where the the students speak English. You know, that, that that's not an issue. Uh, but, you know, a lot of their parents and guardians are Spanish speaking and uh, their English is very limited. So I'll have students stay for parent-teacher conferences. The student is there to translate. And, you know, we have a tool. We use talking points to to send i can send text messages home and the parents get it in you know i type it up in english they get it in spanish when they reply i get it in spanish um so maybe check out talking points it is free uh for teachers to use and districts can sign up um as uh as a district but if you were just an independent teacher you could certainly go and check that out as well and i found Mm -hmm. it to be very valuable Mm -hmm. but the advantage to a district doing it is they can get all the parents to get the app or get all their phone numbers. And they've got all that data to kind of set it up and get parents going on that. Whereas hmm. an individual teacher would need to get all the phone numbers and go through all that. So check it out. Um, I was going to say, Oh, he, what I did, I, I started using, I made things that were more visual to, to send home information. So I used, let me, I'll do a little house of ed tech here. I used the bulk upload feature in Canva to design graphics that will take data that I upload and it will make a custom image with those data points. And I can, and then I use talking points to send home these visual progress reports or attendance updates or just little things where I can put all the data in a spreadsheet, upload it to Canva. It makes all these images. And then yes, I I painstakingly have to download them and then send them out one at a time. But I've gotten more responses from parents who are like, oh, I can see that little Johnny has a B right now and they have this many absences. So I've made it more visual and real quick. Um, So some things to consider. Try to hit them from different angles and and try different ways to connect with with parents and have those positive relationships. Because again, you're teaching their kid and every kid you teach is somebody else's child. So you've got to have that good rapport. Them. Yeah, for me, I I don't know. Did you talk about students earlier? We did. We started with uh, the importance. I, I, in my opinion, that's the most important relationship in education: teacher-student relationships. W- what are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, obviously yes, they are important. <laughs> and 
I mean, it is getting close to the mm-hmm. end of the year. And like we have about a month left. And Same here. Yes. But the kids are like starting exams and things like that in the moment. And I think the reflection thing is important um, to maintain that throughout the year. So you're getting the kids to really think about what they've been doing for the year and sort of getting them to reconnect with you yep. in a way. Because I think when they go studying for exams, they sort of disconnect mm-hmm. in a way. Well, mm-hmm. Like it's a different sort of connection. You know, they're like trying to get good grades or obsession with grades and they sort of forget other things. So it's like when they're finishing their exams, like, okay, we're coming back to being with us, you know, being in our class and learning how to reinteract with each other after these really intense exams. And I think, yeah, that's quite important. You know, it depends on how the rapport has been throughout the year, you know, as to whether you can regain their attention um, and the connection that you have with them at that point. I think it's hard. One would think that you kind of build up equity throughout the year with your students. I would, I would hope. (laughs) Um, An idea. Mel, what are some of the ways that AJ and I talked about some of the things we do at the beginning of the year. Uh, what are some things you do at the beginning of a year? Or how do you build those positive relationships with kids? Yeah. It's probably the same as whatever you guys did. Or like not really because you guys are pros. Yeah, so we're, all, we're by, all struggling. By, <laughs> by, by pros, we are all doing the same thing. <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, you have a lot more experience. Not saying that you're super old, but I mean, yeah. like you know, you have a lot more experience than me. Um, so, that means old. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I assume that we're that old. No was, all you've done is assume we're old. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Anyway. There you go. Well, <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe you have more gray hair than me, but that doesn't really mean anything. Um, that just means you're wiser. Okay, let's move on from this. Okay, so. Anyway, so basically <laughs> with my students at the start of the year, mm, um, I have to make sure I actually understand how to pronounce their name properly. I'm so bad with that. So so we use either, well, you know, integrating ed tech tools and stuff at the start of the year, you know, they have the, you know, sort of like a couple of weeks to sort of learn the mm. things. So get them to use like either Edpuzzle where they can record their name as to like how they want um, mm. me to pronounce it. Because, you know, people will write, you know, how they'll want to be called because sometimes you have a really long yep. name and they want you to shorten it in a certain way. But, of course, you still have no idea how it sounds. Um, so, yeah, any any of those audio recording options, whether it's like an Edpuzzle or like Flip, a lot of Flip stuff back in the days, um, with Moat, whatever. And sometimes I actually have to go back to them and play it to be like, wait, how do I pronounce their name again um, at the start of the year to make sure I actually am doing it correctly. Um, because yeah, it's just like, obviously my accent is not Hispanic. And so when I try to pronounce things, it's not the best, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things at the start and just getting them to share about like how they like to learn, you know, because it's so important at the start of the, I don't know, I teach mathematics and it's probably the same as like Mm -hmm. any other subject, but for whatever reason, my subject, uh, students either really hate it and they have this, like this, this feeling that you know, they're awful at it, like their whole entire life. Like I was born bad at math or something like that. So the start of the year, it's like trying to get that idea uh, away from their mind, like to say that, okay, all of you have potential for growth. You're all going to see, you know, how you grow is going to be very different for each of you. And we're all going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes. We are not perfect. But it doesn't matter, like, whether you think you're bad or good at math, we all have like our strengths and weaknesses and making sure that's clear at the start. Like, 
so important at the start and then to keep maintaining that throughout the year because for whatever reason they're still obsessed with grades right so if they get a grade that is not very good that just like makes them go uh but then we talk we have to reflect so that reflection thing is so important to see you know actually no i did grow in these parts i actually do understand to do these things it's just these other parts i'm not so good at still but that's okay i can work on that but that's really hard no, I, but i think it's really are, important some, that's, that's you know, some good stuff, stuff right there anyway, things you, you know we didn't think about because but, yeah, it's no, a different topic no, no, no. you know so like asking kids how they feel you know about the topic asking how they like to learn how they want their name be being pronounced you know for us like you know we have kids who have a name that they were given at birth but you know they want their name to be more americanized and we don't know that because it doesn't come up in our um in our sms so there's some good good ideas right there appreciate that the uh the thing that i that i will tell kids at the beginning of the year is you know it doesn't matter to me because some of you are going to crawl some of you are going to walk and some of you are going to run with the content and it doesn't matter to me which one you do because as long as you're moving forward that's positive right it's when you feel mm-hmm. you know you feel defeated you know i'm i'm going to be here to cheerlead and you know pump you up and let you know you can do it and you know, whether it's using a tool or understanding a concept or you know with history analyzing a document and really hammering those skills that they need not just for social studies uh but you know for life you know, as long as they're moving forward, I let them know that you you will be able to do more at the end of the year than you can right now. And you'll pick up a little history along the way. And if I was a math teacher, I, I would apply a, a similar mindset. Obviously, mm-hmm. math is a little more intense because it's tough to move on if you don't have the foundations and some of the skills from September and October to be able to do the things you do at the end of the year. But I'm sure you work very hard to get your kids to make progress and build up their confidence in, in math specifically. Yeah. I mean, it's a challenge, but I try. I think it's like, like the culture, I guess, for every school is different, right? And so how you interact with the kids is going to be different depending on where you are, what you're doing. And I, like I shared with you, I think Chris already, that I'm like, I'm moving to Africa in, in August. So I mean, like it's going to be super different again. So it's like where I am in Colombia. So going from Australia to Taiwan to Colombia and then to Africa and like having to make sure, you know, what the kids there are going to be like and how I need to interact with them. It's like Colombia is very social, Taiwan so much and Malawi where I'm going. I mean, I, I need to, I'm probably going to have to ask a bit more about the culture that everyone said like, everything's really nice. Everyone's like super welcoming. I'm like, okay, but that. That can mean a lot of different things. Like depends, like my, your idea of that and my idea of that might be different. So, you know, I think it's just it is important to get like sort of a background information, I guess, um, before you like jump into stuff at the start of the year because you might be like, oh, this might be a really great idea and this worked really well with whatever, whatever. But I mean, with another group of students, different cultures. Well, yeah, the nice thing is, you'll still be you're still going to teach math. Yeah, universal same. language. Everybody's got to know math. Ow. What, what, what kind of math do you teach again? What kind of math? I mean, like, I teach at an IB school. Not that that means anything really necessarily. But, I mean, I've, I've taught grade 7 to 12. I mean, at the right. moment, I have so algebra in Colombia is going to be the same as algebra in Malawi. Solve for X. Universal. Right? <laughs> I, unless I'm ignorant, tell me. No, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's exciting. When are you going to teach in America? America. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like you're working your way around. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> 
I am not planning to teach in America. I, I'm impressed by what you guys do and how you guys do that. But I'm. Did you say impressed or afraid to come here? <laughs> I'm impressed. I said I'm impressed. You guys are amazing. Okay, like what you do and like uh, all, all the things that you guys. Yeah. Anyway, there. This thing is not about you know your amazingness in America and there's how no, you do what you there's do. There's no amazing anything. Okay. <laughs> yes, AJ, don't shake your head. There you go, right? Well, now it's you, recorded. I'm going to play that back to me when I'm feeling down and out. I'll be like, no, America is amazing. America is amazing. <laughs> you, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, obviously, we have days where it's it's very difficult and we feel like even though we're doing our best, like nothing is happening. But yes. we are actually making a difference. I think that is the universal sentiment right now. <laughs> I know it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes. As I look at the the little notes I put together here. Uh, I think we we have hit all of the points. Do you have any other uh, inspirational words for us, Mel, about relationships? Any, anything right. of, of that nature? I I love her facial like expressions. Like, why is he going to try to make me talk more? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I just came because I hadn't seen. Well, I hadn't been on here for a very long time. Um, no, no, no. You guys are inspiring enough as it is. I'm sure that everything that you shared was inspiring, and I have to go back to it. Why stop shaking your head? Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, I'll have to go back to obviously the start of this to remind myself of the amazingness and ideas about maintaining relationships. Because as you said, without relationships, basically, uh, we are nothing, right? It's like a giant fail. That's not inspiring words at all. Okay, I'm just like <laughs> reminding start. that everyone needs to go back and you know. I like start that. Yep. Start. start from the start. Uh, anyway, yeah. start from the start. Yes. T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> Mel, thank you for hopping on for a few minutes with us. We really appreciate it. And you might not believe it, but you inspire us. And it's yeah, glad you're on video. To, we're so glad like to have your perspective as well. And people can see you shaking your head on the video. So we can still see you. <laughs> I you wouldn't say anything. I mean, like, you know, some people just listen. They don't watch this, you know? Well, hey, everybody, yeah. go out to uh, podcastpd.com slash YouTube or podcastpd.com slash 128. And, and come out to the like 40 so. minute mark. And you can see Mel A in the video. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just cut that part out. Yes. Thank you. I know you can do this. Yeah, we just kind of press play. We don't do much editing on this at all. I can help you with that. Let me know. <laughs> all right. Mel, thank you for hopping on. We appreciate it. She is Bye. at fun on Twitter. Go follow Mel. It's a. always funny. <laughs> I love when Mel A interacts with us. Going after me. Yes. She's a lot of fun. That is very um, you know what else is fun? <laughs> Wasn't your People best one, but that's all right. the podcast, AJ. <laughs> Mel, a, Mel A supports us in one way, but we have some other people who support us in another way. So do you find value in the conversations that we have here on Podcast PD? Well, you can give back to Podcast PD on a monthly or a yearly basis. We give you value with our conversations. And if you want to give value back, you can do that by becoming an executive producer. Go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer, and you can join the ranks of Holly Landez, Sandy Hartman, and the incomparable Ooh. Stephanie Scrocky, who I am looking forward to reconnecting ISD. with at ISTE. Yes, oh. I do want to promote sure. an event that's coming up here very shortly. Not the ISTE part. Everybody knows about ISTE. Uh, I want to promote something else. Go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer and consider 
giving value back to the show. As a thank you, every executive producer gets a Podcast PD executive producer sticker. And if you support us for a year, we'll send you the sticker and a t-shirt and a mug. Uh, We'll send you some other stuff too. There you go. (laughs) A signed pass from AJ and Chris. (laughs) The pass will get you nowhere. You must pass. That and a token will put you on a bus. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's a whole separate thing. Anyway. Uh, so the thing I want to talk about, AJ, obviously ISTE is coming up, and uh, I am doing another cheesesteak meetup. Woohoo! That it is, is the uh, House of Ed Tech Podcast that. PD Education Podcast Network meetup. Well, I added our name because I'm on this show right now. <laughs> if you only listen to House of Ed Tech, it's the House of Ed Tech Education Podcast Network cheesesteak meetup. Uh, but I will say this. If you want to come out on Tuesday, June 27th at 5.30 p.m. and you're at ISTE in Philadelphia, we're going to be at Campo's Deli on Market Street. And uh, I would love it if you RSVP'd. Go to chrisnessy.com slash meetup, fill out the Google form, and uh, then I'll have an idea of who is coming. And I would love to interact with you if you're a listener of this show or House of Ed Tech, or another show on the Education Podcast Network, or any cheese days, uh, any other education podcast. I do not care. I just like We're to just meet people. Steaks, I'm Italian, and I just want to eat cheesesteaks with friends. So make some new friends. But I will say this: I'll make the same offer that I did on House of Ed Tech. If you show up to this and you're wow. wearing a Podcast PD T-shirt, I will buy your cheesesteak for you. Yes. So what that means if you're wearing a, a House of Ed Tech shirt or a Podcast PD shirt, I will buy your cheesesteak. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not promoting the meetup on Chase for 28. <laughs> I appreciate that. If you show up, I will buy your cheesesteak, AJ. I don't know if I can make it. It's baseball season. I just saved myself $9. <laughs> not baseball, like Yankee season. I'm talking like kids are playing. I got a coach. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Play ball. That's all we do is play ball. Kids. Kids. Yeah. Your, your, your kids play ball. They're still up yeah. there. We'll, we'll see what ends first, the season or those Valentine's Day balloons behind you. You know, not for nothing. I don't know if Mel A is still watching. She did not have yeah, the courage that. to make fun of the bed or the balloons to our face. <laughs> take that, Mel A. No. <laughs> All right. Um, any other no. thoughts on relationships, AJ? Any words of wisdom you want I've to impart a lot on the podcast, so PD far. Populace? Just go out there and be a kind person. All right. I see. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she said, thanks for bringing them back to my attention. <laughs> They're really right. hey. very professional, I am. AJ's mic took her attention. That is freaky. You gotta not do it. Don't do that. No, it's not. It's scary. It's scary. Stop it. I know, right? So cool. Ladies okay. And Ladies you. and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Move Move Satan. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. Okie dokie. <laughs> Let's right. talk about my relationship with students. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Give us your thoughts about the conversations that we shared by emailing us feedback at podcastpd.com or send us a voice message. Go to podcastpd.com slash feedback. Uh, AJ, do we want to come back at this on Sunday, June 25th for episode 129? I will not be at ISTE on Sunday, June 25th. I will be there on Monday, June 26th and Tuesday, June 27th. No, no. June what? And the for the date you meet want up, to yes. do June, so June 25th. today is the twenty eighth. Sure, Sunday, June twenty fifth. Uh, school year is going to school year is going to be over. So, all right, that'll be our next live recording for <laughs> celebration. Yeah, yeah. which is 
All right, I'm not. I'm not coming on if you're doing this nonsense. There you go. But at that point, there's only Never come back. left to the start of the school year. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I heard it loud and clear. What the? The, the beep. Does that come through? Yeah. Wait, what came through? No, it was really bad. Okay, good. You're fired. Just checking. Otherwise, that would have been really awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. All right, we'll be back on Sunday, June 25th. That's it? For another live possible? recording. It'll be episode 129. Oh, episode 129. And, uh, a couple possible? things here. Final notes. What? Yeah, but still, I feel like we've had like 600 episodes. I feel like we've well, we like switched to the episodes. monthly format. We used to do two episodes a month. Wait, what? Yeah, it's because I'm tired. <laughs> well, we don't do it weekly and we don't do it. Con- yeah, it's true. You know, we got tired. a bunch of episodes during the pandemic when we were yeah. going weekly. If not for the pandemic, we'd probably episode, only be at 100. Super tired. Anyway, by the way, it's all good. I cherish every episode that we do. All right. Text Podcast PD. We're powering our community with a texting initiative through Remind. If you want to join us, text at Podcast PD to 81010. And if you want to be part of our Discord community, go to podcastpd.com. I am not there. And I was going to ask, can you actually use Discord? where we can talk about AJ. I don't do Discord. Look, my, my students use Discord and they're getting in trouble for it. So I don't want to be anywhere near this. We have it. The end. Well, good. Okay. Good job. Our Discord, there's no trouble Gary on v it. Gary V has a Discord, so I'm sure he's The House there. of EdTech has a Discord. There's they're no okay. trouble on it. There's probably <laughs> trouble on that You can talk about me all you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm not joining. It's like TikTok. I'm not interested. Stay away. <laughs> I know you do. I, just... right. I send you TikToks, though. Bye, anyway. buddy. I know. All right. Uh... <laughs> Wave goodbye, everybody. Good luck in the rest of the school year, people. (laughs) We'll see you in a month. Thank you for listening. And uh, keep the relationship strong. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yes, we will tell you how to build those relationships. relationships. And if you feel alone, reach out to us. Noses. All right. Have a good night, everybody. See ya. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at podcastpd on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag podcastpd. To connect with AJ and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy. And we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your sharing. And we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.